What's going on, everybody? It's your buddy. It's your pals, Pass Phoenix, the YWC Reality Check, and you don't see my pretty sexy face, so you know I'm not alone. We got two, two, two co-hosts in one. We got Jake. Say hello. Hello, senor. <laughs> we got Guapo. Say hello. Senor Guapo's back again. That's right, but this time it's a WWE product? What? I was gonna say the the say three what? the three guys that get together on this channel in one way or another to talk about Wednesday nights are talking about the show on Sunday that comes from the shows on Monday and Friday. This is Bizarro Land. Not this convoluted at all. Not convoluted at all. Uh, but I'm gonna sh start it out like I start out every preview for every pay per view. Obviously, we're talking about the Royal Rumble. I don't know who wants to go first. Guys, how do we feel about the Royal Rumble? Considering we're still in COVID times, um, it's going to be anticlimactic for any big return. Yeah, the lack of an audience is really, really upsetting, and it all comes down to laziness on WWE's part because other events and sporting entertainment spectacles have had live fans. They've been able to do it. It just comes down to them not wanting to disassemble the Thunderdome for one night. So I don't know why they just didn't set up another location. They have the Performance Center. They could have packed that. They could have done it in the CWC with fans, and it still would be better than a Thunderdome setting. Because the Thunderdome isn't a natural reaction anyways. They tell you who to cheer, who to boo. You know, I've had a producer tell me, oh, you have to cheer for the, you know, so-and-so. And it's like, but I like the Hurt Business. Why can't I cheer for them? You know, and that, that, that no, you have to boo them. So the Thunderdome isn't a genuine reaction. I, I'm just... The Rumble's my favorite. I always look forward to it. Booking be damned. No matter what happens, it's like, all right, I'm excited to see the Rumble. But this year, they are really killing it for me. They're giving away the number 30 and 1 and 2 spots. So they're getting rid of surprises. Uh, apparently, the Men's Rumble is, is the darkest of timelines. That's the story going around, so... Yeah. I'm actually, uh, I'm going to throw it to Guapo first, because Guapo is, like, the least connected to WWE at the moment, being uh, being my AEW guy. When you, I, I have not watched any main card product other than maybe 15 minutes of Raw once in the last six months. Oh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> let, 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 let's pour one out for Jake, who has to sit there on Joe's show and talk about Raw every week. I'm, I'm so sorry. Oh, it's been horrific. I'm but when, you. Hey, hey, Jake, but, hey, Jake, I, I, don't, I don't know if Spaz told you, but in April, I'm going to go to uh, AEW and watch it live in, in Jacksonville. Yeah, that, that's awesome. Consider me jealous of that. That's going to be incredible. You're Daily's right, place is a hell of a setup, too. Hell yeah. I, I can't wait. It's going to be fucking great. I can't wait to watch wrestling live in person again. That's the thing. You know, Danny right, and I went back, to back, NXT back to and, and Money in the Bank. <laughs> And then the COVID happened, so... Well, I got... In the middle of COVID, in the middle of COVID, when we thought we were opening up again, I got to go to one Destiny show, and it happened to be in the parking lot. <laughs> but yeah. at least it was something. But I am, I am, I am going to throw it to Guapo first, because he, he'll probably have the most nihilistic response ever. When you read the headlines, if you have read the headlines, that one of the writers, producers, whatever, came out of a creative meeting in WWE and said, we just booked an ending to the Royal Rumble that I'm scared to death of. What is the reason that they can get away with it before we get to Guapo, uh, keep this in mind, Guapo, is that, again, no fans, and they're considering having the men's Rumble go on first as well, you know, ahead of the women's. So now, I'd love to hear what you got to say. <laughs> in the darkest possible timeline, Guapo, how are they booking the Rumble? 
Um, obviously, uh, they're going to have, I don't know, fucking Roman Reigns win it and then take the title off of, uh, no, 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 take it back, take it back. I was going to say, Roman's actually good now. Goldberg wins it somehow, or some job, uh, oh, fuck it, god damn it, Brock Lesnar's going to come back and win it. You know, you said it, but that's what we're talking about tonight and out of nowhere, you know. Surprise, surprise, as we always break the Terminator timeline to your audience and admit that, you know, we're, we're recording and not live, but this is being done on Thursday before out of nowhere. That's our big topic tonight. One of the tentative plans they have is to have Lesnar win the Rumble and then to have Goldberg beat Drew McIntyre. And then we get the rematch of the rematch God. of Drew losing. <laughs> so now we get Goldberg versus Lesnar for Mania. Because that's what everybody wants. Okay, here, the here's... Part, the, hold on. The worst part of that is if Lesnar comes back, wins it, that means he has a choice of either will most probably be facing Goldberg. However, the other option is to face Roman Reigns again. But, Which, okay, okay, I'm going to cut yeah, in. The- I'm kind of intrigued by just because of Paul Heyman being, like, the X Factor in that. I'm kind of intrigued by that purely because this version of Roman Reigns, the version of Roman Reigns we've wanted for so damn long now, I I, 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 I could see going in there and doing the squash to make up for the squash that Lesnar had on him a couple manias ago. I wouldn't. Yeah. It's not the best case scenario, I will admit, but that's not something I would entirely mind. Look, the only thing with that is if it was Lesnar versus Roman with Paul Heyman being that X factor. Of this, I think Lesnar gives a middle finger, middle finger to Paul, tells him to go screw himself, F5s Roman to death, and says, you know what, I'm the head of the table now. But see, well, if they're going to do that, though, and I don't know if, uh, Guapo, how much you're watching SmackDown, uh, Jake, I know you're, you're keeping pretty good tabs on it. I've, I've, I've caught, like, a couple things. I, yeah. I'll be honest. The only match lately, SmackDown-wise, round I've even watched all the way through was Roman versus uh, Uso, because I was intrigued. Yeah. Oh, yeah, what they've, what they've done with Roman, and more specifically what they've done with Jey Uso, is fantastic. But yeah. if, if Lesnar's going to come in, and he's going to have any sort of storyline with Roman, who's now got Paul Heyman in his corner... Lesnar is still going to need a representative in his corner. And there is somebody on SmackDown who's currently kind of looking for a job, currently kind of passing her resume around. I would really, really love for the banter. I would really love for Billy Kay to be (laughs) Brock Lesnar's manager. Just to announce him as, let me me introduce Brock Lesnar. Yeah, that's it. I, I I think she would be because she's hilarious, and a lot of people just enjoy her, and it, it that's why the iconics worked. And it, it people are like, oh, she's not a great wrestler. She's a character. Let her be a manager, and let her just control that role. She's good at it. She's funny. She's entertaining. She's got good comedic timing, which is rare and hard to come by. A lot of people lack that. She she knows when to continue a joke, when to cut the punchline, and. You know, when when to, you know, it's not always loud as funny with her. With a lot of people, that's kind of all you get. 
So she she at least has different levels and, and different characters she does, and she sticks with jokes fairly well too. So I, I, I mean, think they, that'd be awesome. They could have kept the iconics together, just in the in the mold of like she could have been Peyton Royce's manager while Peyton Royce went on a singles run. I said that from moment go. I don't know why they didn't capitalize on that. If you wanted a single star, then you had one. You just had a great manager with her. All right. So, unfortunately, even though it is the Rumble and we want to talk about the Rumble match specifically, there are a couple of other matches we do have to knock out beforehand. There's only three matches because this is how WWE does things. It hasn't been confirmed. I'm pretty sure they're going to announce it last minute, but I think we're getting Riddle versus Lashley for yeah, the... Yeah, we, we are getting that. That might be on the kickoff show from what I was last told. Mm. That would be disappointing, but I get why, because they're limited on time. So it would go from WWE backstage to their own little kickoff to right into the Rumble. Yeah. Now, from a... This is this is where Guapo not actually keeping in touch with storylines right now is kind of going to work in our favor. Purely, yeah, purely on a his reaction first. Purely yeah. on a phys, purely on a physical in ring context. Guapo, what do you think about a uh, Lashley Riddle match? I will. I mean, both both guys with MMA backgrounds definitely make that match much more interesting to watch. Obviously, I think with the way that the Hurt Business, that's what it is, right? The Hurt yep. Business? Yep. Obviously, with what they've been doing together, uh, Lashley's going to come out with the win if they're going to have that match. Uh, definitely don't see it ending cleanly, though. But, I, I don't know. I think it, it'll, as a physical standpoint with the size of Lashley versus the quickness and agility of Riddle, the match itself, I mean, that's it's, it's a no-brainer. That would be a fun, good match. All right. So I'm going to try and... I'm kind of trying to direct traffic so that we don't step on each other's toes, like we said before we came on the air. So I'm going yeah. to throw, throw this one over to Jake Moore. It has been speculated for a long-ass time. Lashley's got his eyes on a match with Lesnar at some point, yeah. somewhere. I if, think they're holding on to that. I don't think it's coming yet. If he drops the U.S. title to Riddle here, and I'm thinking if if there's a title change, it'll be on the main card. If it's yeah. just a simple retention through bullshit, it'll be on the kickoff. If he drops it here, is that the first step to sort of an exhibition match at WrestleMania between those two, which would give them both something to do but keep Lesnar out of the main title picture? I would I would go with that myself because that's the kind of things I would have for the legends that come in. I would give them those spectacle moments. So you, this way you get the casual fans that want to see the Lesners, Goldbergs, and Cenas, and they could say, oh, look, I got to see that match. But then the, the hardcore and regular fans get to go ahead and say, oh, good, they're finally pushing Bianca Belair and Drew McIntyre and Keith Lee, you know, and yeah. Riddle, you know, that kind of thing. So Some, Somebody's going to get really mad that you just referred to Brock Lesnar as a legend. <laughs> well, I mean... In, in the loose WWE sense. Yeah, because of his part-time nature. That's what I'm going off of. People that aren't full-time wrestlers, that aren't going to be there all the time, that they bring back specifically for big events such as SummerSlam, Mania, <laughs> Survivor <laughs> Series, or the Royal Rumble. One of the big four. And so, so the thing yeah, is with... I, I, Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, uh, you know, that we have that. You know, we, we saw him win the number one contender gauntlet. He beat every single person in the Hurt Business the other day, Riddle did. And then it, they've yet to book the match, but... 
I, I think, like you said, if it's on the pre-show, it'll be another squash since we saw Riddle lose before. And if it's on the main show, I still think Riddle loses, actually. I'm not agreeing with you there. I think Riddle is going to lose no matter what. But uh, I don't think this leads to what you're saying with, with Brock Lesnar. I think it would be a great idea. And that's that's where the money's at. But we don't even know if they've signed Lesnar at this point. And if they do, I guarantee he'll immediately be in the title picture. Yeah. And, and that yeah. is a sad thing, too, because you do... Uh, a couple years ago, we went through a little bit of a of a spree with with Lesnar matches where he wasn't working with just like whoever's the next like big physically big guy. Like he did a run and it was like Brian and Balor and Styles and somebody else that I can't think of right now. And when he gets a chance to work with those guys, because there's a lot more you can do with them, he actually gives a shit. So yeah, I, I would, he's booked not to like Kofi and Ricochet. Well, yeah, but yeah, the Co- the Kofi the Kofi thing just gave me fucking life for a night. It was fine. <laughs> Everybody else got real real sad. It's the Ricochet okay. thing was really devastating to me, but Ricochet. Yeah. But like, here's the thing: they didn't though, need like, to dominate him that severely. I mean, they still could have had him lose, but at least give him some chance. I mean, it's a Saudi show, and the Saudi people are more likely to know Brock Lesnar than Ricochet. Have they taken Ricochet out of that crappy-ass jumpsuit, whatever he has been wearing? They have, but he's just jobbing. He's the new Ziggler. He's the guy that just comes out, and he's popular enough that he'll still get a reaction and makes everybody else look like a million bucks. Jake, tell me if I'm lying. No, you're absolutely spot on there. He's good, at, you know, to always be reliable in the sense that you you know he'll put on a good match. He'll make whoever's in the match look good. He doesn't mind putting people over. But apparently he's getting fed up, so. And his contract is in, uh, it's weaning down, so we'll see what happens. I will, the Lord. I will say, though, the match that he had, what was it, last Monday with AJ Styles? Was excellent. The the recoil off the ropes into the Styles Clash. Styles Clash, yeah, that was ungodly amazing. Early, and early so badass. I w- I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to go into hyperbole because we're only in January, but early contender for spot of the year. Yeah, that was a, a really, really great spot that you know came out of nowhere. It was just so unexpected. Anyway, no, the only reason I bring up that little run is because it does prove that, like, while Lesnar typically is booked to be the guy that doesn't give a shit, they've actually booked him to be the guy that doesn't give a shit about WWE. But when he gives a shit, like, good stuff happens. And I would like to, rather than have him in the title picture where I, I know he'd like to be, there's a small handful of people that I would love to see him give a shit with. Obviously, Keith Lee. Um... If he gets, not that I want him to get called up, but if he gets called up, somebody like a uh, uh, Karrion Cross. For some reason, I really want to see Brock Lesnar versus Baron Corbin. Not because I think it'll be particularly good, but I know something gold will come out of that. Whether it's like a comedy spot, whether it's a like mop up Corbin with a with a sponge spot, like. I can't put my finger... I can give you one better. I can give you a better opponent for Brock Lesnar that I will watch, personally. Dominic Mysterio? No, him against uh, the Texan Team Dream. You're fired. Get out. (laughs) What, you don't want to see Brock Lesnar murder him? No, because... literally, if you go on YouTube... Not to cut you off there, it says Brock Lesnar decimates Ricochet. That's the the name of the YouTube video. (laughs) 
No, but see, here's the thing, and, and I'm not going to dwell too much on this because the world is way too offended these days. Yeah, but My... he poo-fooed him in the match in Saudi. I mean, he literally just he, he, he just did. poo-fooed him all. No, but in response to Guapo's suggestion, there, yes, I would love to see Velveteen Dream get destroyed for a majority of reasons, right? Um, Jake and I have done two separate mini-pods on the whole, like, everything surrounding Velveteen Dream and how I think it's a little bit different than a couple of other people in similar situations and whatever. I feel like, especially because, you know, Royal Rumble is, like, the day before we go into February, I am terrified that they would take what February is, and I'm trying to be politically correct here, and give Velveteen Dream that win and not care that they set Twitter on fire. Like, yeah, they either have to just ignore it entirely and push him or be done with it. Yeah, but can you imagine it, after all the talents, like after the Styleses and the Bryans and the Ballers and the everybody else and the Ricochets that got squashed by Brock, and the one that gets to have a victory over him is Velveteen Dream, who's done what he's done? That's, that is a stupid that I don't even think WWE could achieve. But now that I've said that, they will prove me wrong. Anyways. Yeah, sadly, but... So we gotta get, uh... And this is this is gonna lean into a lot of topics that J- uh, Jake and I have done recently on the podcast, leaning towards the uh, NXT category. The Women's Tag Team Championship is the only women's title match on this card as we stand right now. Charlotte and Asuka in a rematch against ba- Baszler and Jax. The only reason I have any interest in this match whatsoever is because I have a pretty good feeling that whoever maintains the titles after this is going to face whoever wins the Women's Dusty Classic. And I would much rather Charlotte and Asuka face whoever wins the Women's Dusty Classic than like Casey, Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter? Yes. Mm. Or, mm. Or, or Is that what you're hinting at? It, could that be it, Spaz? Could it? Uh, if, it's not, if, it's, if, if, it's, if it's not Shotzi and Ember... Mm. Yeah, but, no, I don't, honestly, but I don't, but I don't want... That's a million dollar idea. I'm but, behind that. But I, don't, but I don't want... Nia, like, as much as I would love to see Baszler come back to NXT for a night, I don't want Nia Jax, like, fucking up our, our awesome women's division and hurting somebody. No, no, keep keep Oscar and Charlotte the champions and have them retain over Nia and Shayna and then have them go to NXT and lose to the Dusty, Dusty Classic winners, being, you know, Casey and we do it that way. And now, you know, they get to go ahead and beat Oscar and Charlotte for the tag titles. That's huge. Yep. And it, it makes them instant certified stars. Because here's the thing, too, right? And Charlotte finally has to put somebody over, even though Asuka will be the one to take the pin. That's fine. I mean, (laughs) Asuka's legacy within NXT is bigger than Charlotte's anyways. Yes. Um, So Before before I I throw it over to Guapo for his comments, even though it means he's going to have to talk about NXT for a second and it's going to burn his soul. um, (laughs) Also, I haven't watched in a while. That's fine. But you know that there's a women's Dusty Classic going on. Yes, I do know that. Okay. He's going to pretend that he watches my show. You, you do know that women wrestle on NXT, right, Guapo? <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. No. <laughs> okay, come on. You can't leave it to the AEW guy to realize that women actually wrestle. Uh, you took the words from my mouth, I'm telling you. <laughs> but no, anyways, honestly, here's my thing, though. Um, WWE overpushes the whole idea. Oh, it's the first this, it's the first that, it's the first whatever, right? NXT isn't nearly as obnoxious about it. 
but what I am going to say is the fir- they're not going to let the the first ever women's Dusty Cup winner go as a flop. So if they win, no. if they win, and if that win gets them a tag team title shot, which has not been clarified yet, by the way, um, they're not going to set that first time history making team up for disappointment. I don't think. So whoever so either that seems like that's the intended payoff. I mean that really genuinely yeah. feels like what they're building towards. So they don't, they just haven't mentioned it yet because the men's Dusty Cup gets to go for the NXT tag titles. Now the women's Dusty Cup going for the tag titles is a title sort of outside of NXT a little bit. So they I think they've been deliberately not clear about it so that they can make another big announcement later on. But yeah. I mean. I'm sorry if it's if it is like I say the team that I want to win, which is Shotzi and Ember. I'd much rather see Shotzi and Ember versus Charlotte and Oscar. Not only because Jax kills people, but also say whatever you want about Charlotte. Eh, she's overpushed, whatever. She's going to give them a better match, and Oscar's going to give them yeah. a better. Yeah. Oh, match. she'll give them uh, an instant classic as compared to Nia probably injuring them, so they never get to see another wrestling match. Nia Jax nearly killed fucking Dana Brooke. This week, and I know people make mistakes and people have injuries and and you know bad things happen. We we know this, but it's so common, and that's honestly one of the things I'm bringing up tonight. People are finally getting just sick of it. Done with her, yeah, they're getting tired. So you know what it is? I think they're just as sick. And I I did this. I did a I did a video. Most people that have followed me for a long time know I did a video like a year ago on Nia Jax's body count, and it was like in the teens then. Already then, and it was yeah. men and women. Because she hurt Mustafa Ali at one point, and she hurt our truth at one point. Yep. Yep. But um, and some and somebody else uh, in the Rumble. Yeah. Um. Maybe. Yeah. She's I just. You know. I think. Damn good. Not so. Not so. And the thing is, like, oh, you can't pick on her because she's made mistakes. I don't think that people are are even the even the people within the company. And I'm sort of speculating, so please don't take this at face value. I don't think people are getting sick of her making mistakes. Because, like you say, mistakes happen, you can have a run of bad luck, whatever. I think people are sick of how much she doesn't seem to care that she's making mistakes. Exactly. And you can you, you can play it off as, like, oh, it's part of the character, whatever. Like, they put it into a storyline with the Becky thing, which was a huge yeah. mistake, in my opinion. Because her being able to go out there and act like she doesn't care about these mistakes she's making and the company allowing it to happen sort of puts out the idea that the company doesn't care either. Which makes the rest of the roster be like, I'm not going to wrestle her. Like, fuck that. Yeah, her big attitude is, you know, would I rather be feared or loved? Um, easy, both. I want people to be afraid of how much they love me. You know, like trying to be... But she retweets the the botch moment with Dana Brooke and says, damn, with, with a bunch of emojis afterwards. And then she sent out another tweet uh, as well that must have been deleted now with her commenting on it. Mm. Yeah, call, calling the... Uh... She doesn't really care. Well, this is the thing, and and Guapo's hit it right on the head. Like, you can try to pass it off as, like, oh, her character, obviously her character would want to hurt somebody, so she's just being in character, right? But, like, I think the company has let it go long enough that she actually doesn't give a shit, and that is really dangerous. And as much as I want to blame her, as much as I want to, like, you know, take her and shake her and be like, yo, you should care that you're hurting people, what reinforcement or what repercussion has she met to make her give a shit? Exactly. Nothing. Um, and the whole thing I mean, that's... She, and I hate to say it, she gets away with it because of her family's links. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, of course. But, um... 
I don't know. Honestly, I'd rather they like find find a way to write Jax out and have this just be like Charlotte, Oscar, and Baszler for Oscar's title. I know, and, yeah. but the thing is, like, you hear all the time as well, like, oh, Keith Lee and Otis are being sent back to the performance center because Vince doesn't ridiculous. like the way they wrestle, and you know things like that. But then Nia injures people repeatedly, and nothing comes of it. So that's why it's hard to be so just forgiving for her. And, like, Seth, you hear about Seth when he injured uh, Sting in the ambulance, almost in tears, being like, I dressed as a Stinger for Halloween. I'm so sorry. Like, you know, accidents happen in wrestling. People but you know, what, you know what kills me, though, right? And, 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 and Guapo, Guapo hit on the, on the point of, of the lineage thing, and I definitely think that's a factor. Nobody can pretend that it's not. But also, again, like I said with the, with the Velveteen Dream joke that he made a second ago, uh, there is an SJW element to it because in 2021, this year, this month, I have seen on Twitter uh, the, pe- the, the pu- people out there that you know are fans of Nia Jax for whatever reason. And hey, you can be a fan of her. I, I, I'm not going to s- tell you who to be a fan of or not, but there's people this year, this month... I would say as 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 early as last week, saying, "Oh, you you wouldn't pick on her if if she was somebody else. You're just picking on her because she's bigger." I'm like, "No, that that lost all the steam, like ages ago." It's like, "Oh, if that was Trish Stratus or if that was Charlotte or if that was Alexa." I'm like, "Okay, first of all, just tell me you hate blonde people. Like, yeah, exactly. get it out of your system." But like, they probably also love Sasha. Uh, I'm sure without uh, fail. Uh. <laughs> Guapo, why are you trying to hurt me? Uh, why are you trying to hurt me? We're, we're talking about main main card WWE. What do you expect? You haven't had a chance to take these digs at me in a while. This is what what it nope. is. Um, well, I told you my, my one booking idea for the Rumble. We're going to talk about the Women's Rumble later. But I think what you do is you get Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks, and Naomi. They have a spot in the Rumble like Too Cool did a couple years ago when they stop and they have like a dance break type thing. Basically, they become the new Funkadactyls, and then they get tossed out by by Charlotte, Alexa Bliss, and Lana. That would be... Uh, yeah. I'm already worried that Lana's going to be... One of the ideas that several people have said... And I know, I think it was Brian Alvarez was one of the first ones, but several people have come out with it saying that Lana's still claiming that from the injury, kayfabe injury that she suffered that took her out of the uh, the match going forward um, weeks ago, she went ahead and said that she's in a cast and still laid up, but I think that's all a ploy, and I, I do think that she'll appear in the Women's Rumble. I'm sure they're going to have some spot in mind for her. They did so much with the tables and all that stuff. I could see her eliminating Nia from the Rumble since Nia's already in the Rumble. I think that that's definitely going to happen. I think we're going to see Lana eliminate her. But, but, people are thinking that Lana could win it by doing nothing. Like, oh, like she did in the Survivor Series. Exactly. Like, everybody, you know, you know comes down to the final three and, the, and the, you know, one and two eliminate each other and then she's just standing there. You know what I, no, you know what I would love? Okay, and I'm going to go back to the same people again. You get down to it. The only people left in the in the ring are like number 28 and 29, and it's Bianca Belair and it's Sasha Banks and they're getting we're getting the the match that everybody wants apparently. And they're they're really scrapping and they're really going at it. Mean Girls 120%, right? Number 30 hits, Lana comes out just dumps them both out. <laughs> yeah, she just eliminates them both, you know, and to be the But it would be good if 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 
Nia Jax was still there because I mean that's really the story. That's that's the yeah. But see, the thing is, like the the, the idea for me because I'm a bad person apparently, I would rather just have that than and, and use that as the excuse to leave the story thread open because the next night on Raw she can get squashed by Nia Jax in a match that means nothing and that's fine. Yeah, but, that's true. But um, go go up to Sasha Banks because I'm sure for the Rumble everybody dresses up all special and whatnot. I'm sure she's going to have something Mandalorian-related in her gear or whatever. Oh, yeah. Her oh, hair will have a braid or something. Yeah. You know, they're, they're going to hint at it some way or shape or form, because it was too pop culture Let's for them real. not to. She, she walks out in the helmet. <laughs> hey, I'd be... be a... I could see it. I honestly could see it. Like, some type of reference to it. But well, see, because... because it, there's no copyright with it, and even if they do have a copyright... She's in the show, so I'm sure Lucas or Disney would be like, yeah, sure, it's fine. No, 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 because she's on a Star Wars show, and because it was just a recycled Star Wars prop, she comes out in the Taskmaster helmet. <laughs> or not the Taskmaster, the Shockmaster. I knew what you oh, meant. God. I just want... because okay. going to shock the world. <laughs> I just want somebody to, like, chuck her out and be like, this is not the way, bitch. Candice LeRae. Candice LeRae, this is not the way. Out. She can get away with it. Yep. Because it works on two levels, and it's clever. And then Indy Hartwell comes and, like, kicks her in the cunt or something. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, no, no, so... Not, not, Indy, not Indy Hartwell. We have what's called... Uh, you have Shotzi Blackheart uh, do that. No, 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 but Indy Hartwell is now indie wrestling. Yeah, I can't forget that. So, I, you haven't been watching NXT, but... No, I haven't. So, okay, but you know, you know the Gargano faction. Yes. Okay, because it's Gargano and Larray and Austin Theory and Indy Hartwell. Yeah. Johnny Johnny Wrestling gave Indy Hartwell his last name, quote unquote. So now she's Indy Wrestling. I just can't get over how great that is. It's so fucking good, and it works for Gargano, and it's just great. Um, it just fits with this character currently. So, all right, enough gushing about NXT because we brought up the women. But who do you uh, think is going to win, Asuka and Charlotte or Nia and Shayna? Guapo. You you take this first, please. Uh, Nia, Nia and Shayna. Ooh, you think they're gonna take the titles back? I think okay. they take the titles back because obviously the queen can't have the tag team titles and go against her her partner once she wins the women's Royal Rumble. Brilliant. Um, hi, uh, Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, well, they're not. They, Charlotte yeah, already said from the get-go look, that look, she's not there to play nice. Completely so. different uh, scenario with that. Well, I mean, exactly. yeah, Oscar and Charlotte are clearly better, but <laughs> miles <laughs> ahead. That's it. Bye, guys. Right. <laughs> uh, we lost Guapo, ladies and gents, but yeah, he's got a Shack match to watch. Yeah, it seems like a little bit of technical yeah, difficulty. Disgrace the name of Eddie Guerrero. Hey, well, okay. Well, I, again, I, I gotta say, it would be apropos... Sasha disgraces his name enough for everybody, so... Exactly. It, it would be apropos... They don't, have, they don't have... They don't have what it takes to lace up their boots. It's true. Here's what I'm gonna say, though. If Guapo did have some technical issues, it would be apropos this week. Again, him being the AEW guy. <laughs> technical... Uh... Yeah, after they couldn't air their first match and had to upload it to YouTube. <laughs> Guapo's oh. gonna hate me after this. <laughs> They didn't have a good. They didn't have a good start on Wednesday, but they won in the ratings by 
ten thousand, I think it was, or fourteen thousand. Yeah, it was very low. They they were close, and and I will say, okay, okay, my gushing about NXT aside, the big the big jump in the ratings for NXT would have had to do something with AEW and their technical issues, right? But I will still say that AEW came down a little bit, and NXT went up a lot. <laughs> Yeah, NXT like a hundred thousand, over a hundred thousand viewers. So that's huge for that. So no, but it, it's kind of I'd almost like obviously both shows. W- I would love to see get over a million, right? But like, I'd rather see both of them sort of at heads, and then see where we go from there. Than to have one at six and one at eight, and then oh, where are we going to go from here? Well, one's going to go to six ten, and one's going to go to eight twenty. Yeah, exactly. I'd rather them both be leading and yeah, keep moving up. Yeah. Anyways, so Guapo says... Ba- I'm, I'm going to agree with Guapo, honestly. I, I do think that Charlotte wants the women's title, and she can't take the women's title from her partner. And she kind of made that known previously. It seems like that's how they're they're going with the story. So, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Let's go for it. Now, do you think Charlotte needs to win the Rumble, then, for that to happen? Because there's two women's titles to make matches for at WrestleMania. You could do one women's title based on the winner of the Rumble and one women's title just based on the breakup of Charlotte and Asuka. Like, I think there's yeah. enough story there that you could there give the Rumble. Is, however, the only problem with that will be, depending who wins it, if they're going after the SmackDown title. And I think Charlotte, it's going to be someone from Charlotte, SmackDown winning more than likely. A, yeah, I think so too. But if it's not Charlotte, then you're going to set up Charlotte versus Asuka for Mania. Because Charlotte's not going to go back to SmackDown to take that title. No. Charlotte's a, what you call it, she's a raw girl because she has yep. to be on the main show just like her daddy. Yeah, but raw, like SmackDown is the big money show now and SmackDown's the better show. Like. Yes, but in Vincent Kennedy McMahon's mind, Raw's still better. Yeah, he will always view Raw as his show. Yeah, but in another couple of years, he's not going to own the company anyway. It's going to be owned by a big feathery bird. So yeah, we just have to get there first. So. Oh my God! A couple of years? You mean months? Whenever? Oh, they screw over the WWE network. Yeah, for you guys, not for me. Yeah. Anybody? Exactly. Anybody outside the U.S. Anybody outside the U.S. is still going to have the network as normal. The only way I'm going to benefit from it is if this move makes them put NXT back on the network, and then I don't have to watch NXT on a shitty USA stream. Nope, you're going to have to still uh, probably do the same. Yep, you still got the torrent, of the, just like everybody else. Kiss my torrent. Anyways. Um, torrent. But anyways, no, what I was going to say is... I lost my train of thought now. That's exactly. A, that's a bit shit. That is a bit shit. Um, you were saying about the ratings, but... I was saying about the ratings. No, I was going to say something else about the women's title match, and it's 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 fallen oh, okay. out. It's a, it's a bad week, guys. It's a bad it's week. It's all out. It's all out. Um, moving on, we got the two main titles to go. Go for the shorter story first, just because there's not really much there. Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg. The only plus we got out of this is Drew McIntyre going home and, and getting the COVID and coming back in time for the pay-per-view big positive uh yeah of course i just don't positive. know if that he gave had a them... big positive oh shit yeah i just don't know if that gave them enough time to really do anything with the story you know for no, him and goldberg there, there was That's nothing happening and goldberg <laughs> screwed up the initial promo <laughs> by saying you know oh you're disrespecting the legends because they couldn't go with obviously they ran out of time so they didn't go with the original plan so i don't know they they never really 
went anywhere with it that made sense. Well, the thing that didn't make sense to me was, I mean, literally... No, no, Jake, it went the exact way it needed to go, because it went the way of a Goldberg promo. <laughs> true. Go out Very there, true. yell at somebody, say you're next, and then walk out. <laughs> Arrive, brain damage, leave. Basically, yeah. I will say, though, if this is just because this is what's going to bring us into having crowds again, Drew McIntyre didn't have a crowd for his biggest achievement in wrestling. If this yes, is a stepping that, stone... That's why my Rumble pick goes into that, actually. Yeah, if this is a stepping stone into McIntyre walking into a rum, uh, or sorry, a WrestleMania with crowds still as the belt, and he has a quick, like, sort of... I know, I know nobody's going to look at it this way because it's Goldberg and eh, it's another old guy coming back. Roddy, roddy, rah. But Goldberg, the name Goldberg in wrestling history still does mean something. What, now, whatever we think about him currently, it still does mean something. So if it's a, if it's a stepping stone on McIntyre's way to WrestleMania and Goldberg has underestimated him, he gets in with a quick Claymore, quick flash, like, in a couple of minutes... Uh, just another name on, uh, just another notch on his belt type thing. No problem with that. Yeah, I'm all for that. I'm yeah. just worried because we've seen him beat so many champions before, yeah. and he's never held the WWE title. So, and I mean, not that it's an excuse, and I'm not, and I'm not here to give mainstream WWE excuses. But Royal Rumble is the is the pay per view where you can throw on world title matches that don't really mean anything because we're not here for the title matches. As, as, sh as shitty as that is to say, like, Brock Lesnar versus Hardcore Holly was a world title match at a Royal Rumble. Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Dolph Ziggler has had world title matches at Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble usually isn't a big deal because we know that it's just the Rumble match. Yeah. Like, title matches that night. Because it doesn't mean anything because you, you're going to have the, the champ. The Rumble winner decides who's facing the champion, and the champion's always decided in the pay-per-view coming up to... Yeah. Mania. So we know the Rumble, everything leading up to that usually is inconsequential. Yeah. I was going to say, um, throw this one to Guapo as well, uh, talking about the, the Peacock deal and all that sort of thing. The first pay-per-view uh, on the new Peacock, WWE Peacock deal, is going to be the returning Fastlane. So while the Rumble is the first step on the road to WrestleMania, there's two more pay-per-views leading into WrestleMania. So... Rumble becomes more or less inconsequential when you've got two more steps before we get to Mania. Yeah, yeah, really, it feels that way. Unfortunately, because, I mean, how much can you get done at the Rumble and keep till then? You can't. So that's why you need to have, you know, that time to, to build up the stories and the champions. But the thing is, they, I mean, they have five matches this year, maybe six if we get the Riddlewood. But with the five, that's three less from last year. So hopefully they're dedicating more time to the matches we are getting. Well, I mean, yeah, but, I think I think you have let you've got less time to build stuff now that there's two Royal Rumbles, and that's something that's definitely going to stay. Yeah. Um, like nobody really, especially in the Thunderdome with no crowds and whatever, and they're really keeping it. Like the one thing about it being in the Thunderdome and not having crowds is they've really kept an eye on the length of shows. So figure at most like a four-hour event, right? If two of those four hours is already spoken for with the two Rumble matches, you can get away with not having much else. Yeah, really. Um, Especially so, because the Rumble's the highlight and that's the spectacle. But right. round to my head, I'm picking Drew McIntyre to retain here against Goldberg. Guapo? 
as much as I really want it, I really want Drew McIntyre to win this match. But Goldberg. Okay. I don't think you're wrong. That's the thing. I'm just I'm I'm staying with my instinct of saying, all right, Drew has to win this. They've put so much into him. And only, only because of fuckery. That's it. Yeah. Because of fuckery. I could see them just really killing the, the push of Drew. I mean, they did it. They gave the belt to Orton, and then they gave it right back to Drew. So he's had the belt since last Mania. And I want to see him defend the belt at Mania in front of fans and finally get that, that moment. That's why I think the Rumble winner and Drew will face each other, and it'll lead to a really pretty awesome interaction if, if they do it right. I just don't want to see them do the thing where, okay, we want to replay Drew McIntyre winning the title in front of a crowd, so he loses the title and then goes on to win the Rumble. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that that's what they're gonna do. I hope, I hope not. I mean, I wouldn't want to see him lose to Goldberg and then they're gonna be like, oh, we got the Rumble, so we'll just let him win then. Like that's a disaster moment. Plus, it's a rematch. I didn't like that with Becky. Yeah, exactly. So. And I mean, the other. The other really heartbreaking question is if he's not in the title picture, like if Drew if Drew loses now and that takes him out of the title picture, what do you do, what with, do, you him? do with him? What do you do? You with had him? him as the champion for an entire year. What do you do now? He's been the champion basically the entire COVID era. So if his entire title run is strictly confined to when nobody was there to see it, that's a fucking yeah. crime. That sucks. Yeah, that's... especially for all the work that he's put in and how far he's come to actually be a proper champion yet again. You know, he's done so much. Oh, and he's, 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 he's brought himself it. back. Yeah, exactly. He's one of he's the people earned that's it. earned it. He, he, he went from being Vince McMahon's chosen one to then be bottom of the barrel with 3MB to getting... Hey, 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 hey. Making don't a point here, Spaz. Don't knock 3MB. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, Slater, <laughs> baby. Anyway, uh, they like three and B. You know, they they were jobbers for the. They good, were they were jobbers. That, that's what they, they were. They were bottom of the barrel jobbers. I, I'm feel I'm feeling a lot. I'm feeling a lot of Slater haters here. Not, not a Slater. <laughs> I got hater. kids. I love Slater. <laughs> Trust me. I do. I, I like three and B. Even Jinder and three and B. I just didn't like Jinder as champion. But well, Jinder's back now with that Indian yes, show they is. did. Thank thank goodness he's here to save us. No, no, no. Can you imagine going into WrestleMania? Shanti. <laughs> no, just now. Um, 3MB but, triple threat at WrestleMania. But, look, I'd pay it. I'd watch it. I really would. That's got more story than most of the other things they're giving us, so... And oh. if they had to throw something together really quickly, you know what? A lot of fans would probably be into that shit. Yeah, I wouldn't hate the 3MB storyline, honestly. No, I wouldn't either. You'd have to do some work with Heath Slater to take him from guy that we all like to guy that we actually believe the company's going to take seriously. They had a chance with it, honestly, yeah. when they brought him back when Drew won the belt originally and they had that thing after Mania with, with you know, the Miz trying to cut into him and, you know, everyone trying to take him down with Ziggler saying it's not worth it and your friends don't like you and all that stuff. Like, that was good. Never mind the but fact that the dude is jacked match. now. Like, the dude is fuck. Like, all three members of 3MB, like, you know when a, when an actual band splits up and they all just go into their separate, like, substance abuse issues? All of them took steroids. All of 3MB took steroids. If you did a documentary on the breakup of 3MB... All of them got on the juice? Yes. 
Oh man. Yeah. Oh, he he's. I would like right if you see him right now. Like I'm not saying I'm keeping up with Impact, but like, dude is yeah, dude is Jack now. Yeah, he's very big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Slater, Slater's put on some uh, gains. Yes, he put down the beer and picked up the needle. I mean, uh, <laughs> the, uh, started lifting his kids. Yeah. Hey. Uh, started started doing some uh, some weights in the trailer, in that double wide. <laughs> well, he just found, found found himself a new girlfriend to lift that was double wide. <laughs> doing some calisthenics inside of that uh, above ground pool that he got. There you go. No, I I think all of his car all, I think all of his cardio is just like shagging Nia Jax. Oh God! Yikes! Why? I don't I don't need that image in my head. Half the journey is finding it. No, God. All right, all right. Moving on. Just roll her in flour and look for the wet spot. Yeah. <laughs> it's really bad that we came up with the same joke at the same time. Anyways, so it's not going to be. See, now that we've booked the Thank three. Thank God Kristen's not here. <laughs> yeah, because I just got the Kristen. Boo. Yeah, exactly. That's all you would get, the Kristen Boo. See, now, anybody listening, if you still want to hear the Kristen Boo, you got to tune into FlixFix, because we're doing movie stuff and WandaVision stuff and stuff and stuff. I'm still going to watch episode three and four. Uh, well, episode... Well, this is going out Friday, so episode four will be out by the time people are listening to this, but episode three is... Yeah, stuff's three? kicking off. I'm not going to give any spoilers, just in case, but... It's yeah, getting um, there. Sometimes. Hey, she put up with me long enough to actually sit through Joker, so I owe her something. <laughs> now, apparently, now I have to watch this like B movie thing on YouTube called The Bed That Eats. That eats. <laughs> I don't know. Ask Kristen. <laughs> okay, before we before we start talking shit, I'm gonna say everybody listening right now, send some love to Kristen at Black Hat Feline. Tell her we love her, and uh, I'll be working with her sometime this weekend, probably. Yeah. Anyways, Ooh. moving on to the slightly more interesting world title match. The head, the head of the table, the tribal chief, the champion Roman Reigns taking on Kevin Owens in a last man standing match that was supposed to be Roman Reigns versus Adam Pearce. Which I preferred, honestly. I, I really think it would have been a better match that way. You know Roman's going to win no matter what. Obviously, yeah. he's going to Mania as the champion. So why not have, like, the more interesting of the two matches, since we already had him destroy Kevin Owens several times? I mean, I know they really gave Owens a, a push this past Friday and made him look very strong by him being able to, to destroy, you know, Roman quite easily. But yeah, but I'm still not sold with him getting another shot at the title. Roman's right. He, he was absolutely right. He's like, I moved on. I beat him already. I'm, I'm done with him. What do I need to keep facing him for? He shrugs him off, so, right. like, I gotta say, the character of Roman Reigns, like, I I can't say enough good things about, like, WWE finally letting him off the leash and be this character. Cause, like, yeah, it's refreshing, because it works. Because he's, shrug he's yeah. shrugging off Owens, but it's not like, he's not even insulting him, he's just like, dude, no. I'm, dude I'm done. Like, yeah, that's it, he's making it work. Like, he's making he's him, saying, instead of insulting him, he's making him such a non-issue, it's, it's actually better. Um, I've heard all kinds of things that Roman Reigns is going to retain and then take his cousin's spot in the Rumble and try to take a shot at Drew McIntyre, which is insane, but with this head-of-the-table character, I carry the... Because like, he never says, I carry SmackDown on my back. He always says, I carry WWE 
on my yeah. back. Like so, Gary Vent, so, and we have said for a while, like, you know, you could unify the titles. Like, you could. There's too many titles in WWE. Roddy, Roddy, Ra. Like, if there, if there was ever a chance or an opportunity, like there was this with, the time. with, yeah. uh, with, uh, remember when Cena and Orton united the titles back in the day? And yeah, everybody, mm-hmm. everybody moaned and groaned because it's Cena and Orton, even though, like, there's a lot of history there and it made a whole lot of sense. Um, if you get to WrestleMania and the winner of the Royal Rumble is the Universal Champion taking on the WWE Champion because that's the only other champion to face, that's a pretty fucking big WrestleMania thing, especially to be the main event that brings fans back into an arena. Yeah, I'm, no kidding. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm kind of booking myself into a shoot here and wishing it'll happen. Because see, here's the thing. So. T- here's the thing too. You can flip roles as well. If you look at these two championship matches the way they are right now, uh, Drew McIntyre and Goldberg, Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens. Now, if these two guys go off and face each other at WrestleMania, there's nothing really that says that Kevin Owens can't come and look for a receipt from a couple years ago from Goldberg. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's other matches Goldberg can have that would be much more interesting that keeps him out of the title picture. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I'm... I don't the really... story I, set up, because what is Owens going to do? So Owens gets his revenge. You know, that could be a really compelling uh, story yeah. if they tell that right. Yeah, there's things that they can do. There's there's options they have. We don't have to have your legends always be the main event. I mean, there's one other person that really, really needs revenge on Goldberg. But he's kind of crispy right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. But The Fiend would work great, too, at Mania. Because Bray does not need a title belt. Wrap up everything you're doing with, you know, Orton before Mania, and then you get your revenge and do another Firefly Funhouse where you erase and eviscerate the legend of Goldberg. Oh, like my God. Can you imagine Cena. a Firefly Funhouse like they did with Cena, but, like, it's retro and it goes through all the old, like, WCW opponents that put Goldberg Ooh. up to 100 and whatever? Oh, that would be great. They could uh, do with so many uh, things I'm, with that. I'm good with that. I mean, the only, all of them, but, you know, highlights, yeah. the only thing I will say, and uh, Guapo, I think you and I did something on this last year. The minute they get fans back in the arena, they need to put cinematic matches on the shelf for a while. Cinematic matches took center stage because it didn't matter because there were no fans in the audience. If fans are going out there, some of them, in their own minds at least, are risking getting COVID because they're, they want to go see WrestleMania that badly... Those fans don't want to see a match taking place on the damn screen. No, and on top of it, another issue is, too, is that they can't really do the cinematic stuff, and if you push it as heavily as they have been, you're making people expect to see that when they return to wrestling. So you're, you're giving, like, a, a, yeah. a false sense of, you know, what, what's to be expected. And even worse than that, you're going to get fans accustomed to Alexa Bliss having these powers and changing her costumes all the time. Then they're there live, and oh, she didn't do it. That was boring. That was well. I think okay, you know? but I think I think fans know, or at least most fans know, that they're able to do like the quick cut edit type stuff because <laughs> be there was surprised. no fans. I mean, Matt Hardy you doesn't the, actually uh, the average caller, you know. <laughs> yeah, Matt Hardy thinks wrestling's real. Matt Hardy doesn't actually teleport around the arena. Just saying, he does, however, what? get he he, he he does, however, get potential concussions. I've heard. 
Yes, that is that is. Uh, so wait, hold, hold on, hold and on. He we charges can... Sammy Guevara the money to, uh, you know, take care of his scar. <laughs> I mean, I've got a direct comparison here. Working for AEW is just as safe as working a Nia Jax match. Yeah, both companies have their own executioners. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Guapo's going to mm-hmm. leave. I, I can't do this. Guapo's going to leave. <laughs> I mean... Hey, I said both companies. Uh, no, no love or hate to either. Um, I mean, it's a foregone conclusion that Roman Reigns is going into Mania with that title, right? Exactly. So that's why I said, had they done something really cool with Adam Pearce here, where, like, Pearce is getting his ass beat, all of a sudden, you know, we, we know he can wrestle, but a lot of people don't. They've never seen him wrestle on a WWE program. He's the former NWA, you know, champion. Obviously, he did something right, so let's scrap Daddy, get his match, and impress everybody. You know, he's getting beat up by Roman, then he puts up a good fight, but he loses in the end. Simple, easy, tried and true, but it's entertaining, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Having Owens lose again this many times in a row is really, I think, hurting Owens, so... This is what I'm going to say, and this is is another one I'm going to throw over to Guapo. I think something... If you look back at uh, Kevin Owens and all of his awesome feuds and all of his potential, even when he had uh, brief title runs, etc., he's always been on the other end of a feud while somebody else is really hot. Like right now, Roman Reigns, the new heel Roman Reigns and his act with his group there is the hot thing on SmackDown. How many more times are they going to put Kevin Owens in the match where he's not the hot act in the match and still have a little sliver left to like recover like what do you do if it's not immediately another title pitcher after he loses to Roman Reigns here what do you do with Kevin Owens let him go hang out with his family for a little while and then uh, let him come back and fight somebody else and then do the same thing and repeat because that's all they seem to be doing with Kevin Owens right now I mean, I mean, sadly, there's a lot of stories they can tell, but he works best as a heel, and we know that. Oh, absolutely. Kevin, and Kevin's an amazing heel. Yeah, and there's I so mean, many times where you hear, oh, turn him heel, face, that's the but, answer. But, yeah. but the thing is, like, face, but the thing is, he needs another baby face to feed off of. Mm-hmm. Or a really good to heel. To be with, or exactly. a really good heel with him, which Roman's a good heel to play off of, but it's... It's a different heel aspect when you're going against with Roman's heel versus and uh, Kevin's baby face. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not the it's not the right chemical uh, uh, chemistry between the two to feed off of each other. Yeah, it's it doesn't complete... have the usual makeup that we're used to. Correct. See, the and thing is, it's... sorry, go ahead. Yeah, uh, it's not the right it's not the right heel for Kevin. Kevin needs somebody who's gonna make him look like crap and everything and for whenever he has his comeback he looks like a million bucks which i mean isn't very hard for kevin no yeah. but you know they, they've done this where all right he's gonna get his ass beat and then a few weeks later he's gonna get his comeuppance and roman gets beat down but if he's not losing the title it doesn't really matter what they do so yeah. sadly it's like you know that the point of too little too late and it just it feels like they're hurting Kevin more than they're elevating Roman here. We've already seen Roman handily defeat Kevin Owens. We know it's something that can happen, and there's not a lot of hope for Owens in this. So, And see, I'm going to go a little bit against the grain here. Yes, obviously, Kevin Owens is a great heel. I think Kevin Owens is super underrated 
as a baby face, but that's because his baby, and I'm not going to make the lazy Stone Cold Steve Austin comparison, but he's... Why? He's he's never going to be like the pure Snow White babyface. That's not him. But the no. sort of anti-hero, uh, up against everything, up against the conspiracy, sort of midway, not quite the same, don't get me wrong, but sort of midway between like an Austin and a Punk and a Moxley, like all together. Like Kevin Owens looking at wrong shit and being so sick of the shit and snapping, but snapping in a way where he's still a babyface, I think is his golden ticket right now. The problem is, as great as he is right now in that role, he's facing an even better heel. And exactly. I don't think there's... He needs to be a heelish face. I know it sounds silly to say it yeah. that way, but you're spot on. Like, like, a, like a... Well, Guerrero was, was a heely face. Yes, he cheated, he lies, and he steals, but yeah. he still had morals and... He had a line that he wouldn't cross, and he respected family, and you know. So there was things about him that you could respect. And then when he turned heel, it's like, oh, you evil bastard! Yeah. You know, they're, they're, it, it relied on both ways. The thing is, you know, Owens needs to be that that heelish face. Problem is, they don't see it that way, and WWE doesn't know how to write where, you know, faces eventually get what they, what they're owed. It, it really feels that way. I mean, look at look at the Miz. The Miz was wanted to be Shane's tag partner we got that whole story oh and then God. shane turns on the miz when they when they lost shane beats the hell out of him and even assaults his father the miz never won the match yet he lost after mania he lost in the, the cell match you know shane beat him every single time then after that it became the shane and owens stuff and owens still got fired got fined a hundred thousand dollars and that made owens look bad because that amount of money meant so much that he would go against his morals well, you're supposed to have him be this big star, so a hundred grand. You know, like they just kept ruining everything, and Shane never really got his ass kicked. He never got that final like beatdown that he was owed, and then yeah. he disappeared. So we, we never really got that transfer of power. And as where Austin beat the shit out of Vince eventually. I mean, there was a ton of heat and a lot of you know times Austin got screwed. Eventually, Austin won. Problem is with Owens, we didn't get that. Yep. I think honestly, and and this might be a weird thing to say, the best I think the best thing you can do for Owens is demote him and put him in the IC title picture. Because the one good for him, he'd have easier people to work with and more reliable matches. I mean, like SmackDown SmackDown has a little bit of NXT to it right now, and and again, I don't want to like double over on stuff that me and Jake have talked about before. Um, but I would say for NXT and definitely for SmackDown right now, the the mid card is more exciting than the main event. So yeah, usually look at who's in the mid card right now. Like you got Nakamura, Cesaro, Brian, Sami Zayn, uh, Big E. I mean, even though they're both playing faces right now, Big E versus Kevin Owens. Come on. Yeah, who who wouldn't want to see that? Yeah. Absolutely. Anyways, Roman's going over. Yeah, Roman and anybody going to argue with me? I know I know. we got to keep an eye on time here, so we are going to move on to the Men's Rumble. Quick rundown, quick rundown yeah. of who's, who's confirmed. Before you get into the participants, uh, before, before we get into that, you know, the Men's Rumble is supposed to go on earlier. We've already kind of talked about, you know, the who, what, where, and when of it, and the darkest timeline and things like that. We, we've joked around about possible winners and things that could happen. 
But really, honestly, I, I, I'm expecting to be disappointed with the Rumble, sadly. I think it's going to come down to them doing something early on that frustrates fans so they can get away with whatever they have planned with the women's Rumble. So I think the fact that my, they're announcing the fact that they're announcing the thirtieth participant in the men's rumble and only the first two participants in the women's rumble leads me to believe that they're putting the women's rumble on last. Because whatever the last yeah. person to come out is, you're not gonna give that away. They made that mistake a couple years ago. Yeah, but, they did it with R Truth and Carmella. And even worse than that is that now everyone's just expecting a surprise at number twenty nine. Yeah. All you yeah. did was shift it one up. So you're yeah. you're really you know, like you're putting so much of a heavy emphasis and expectation on the Rumble that you're you're setting it up to, to fail. And see, this is the thing, and here's where, what, uh, what I wanted to throw out to you guys, and this is something I've been tossing around for about a week or so. Because it's in the Thunderdome, and Thunderdome, no fans, all that type of thing, right? Uh, and because, obviously, like, mobility is limited because of the current global situation. Is there something in this year's Royal Rumble being the Rumble that doesn't rely on surprises. A, a full two Rumbles that relies on 60 members of WWE's current roster and does all current beginning to end to say, like, look, here's who we have right now. This is what we offer right now. We're not going to rely on a cheap, like, hurricane pop, or we're not going to get, you know... I don't know, Drew Carey out to recreate his moment with Kane, or, like, just, here's 60 of our best current talent in 2021. Is this the year to do that? No. No, it really isn't. They need to, to try and elevate as many stars as they can while telling let's, as many let's, let's stories real. as possible. When has WWE ever just said, hey, this is what we have, we're sorry we can't give you anything else? No, I'm not, I'm not saying it in, in the realm of, sorry we can't give you anything else. It's But it's a matter of, like, all the pops that you get at Royal Rumble. Yeah, tr this trust is me. The best, this is the best we have to offer. Yeah. No, trust me. This Trust me. I, I love the Rumble Pop as well, but the Rumble Pop doesn't exist this year. It's uh, what what culture is called all year in uh, the Thunderdome, the, the pop.wav sound button. So there is no there is no audible pop for a surprise this year. So I don't say like, hey, this is all we have. It's like, no, we have faith in our current roster. We think our current roster is this good. Here they are. I the think, problem is they're not they're not that good. They're not they're not See, booked. I, they're not booked that good. I think yeah, I don't think they're written well because we look at a lot of the people and what they've done previously. And what oh, they the could talent accomplish. itself, yes. The yes, talent itself the roster is not good. The, the writers good. and what they're going to do to the do to them is not good. Yes, yeah. that I agree with. Because when you take a a man such as Keith Lee, who is over over more over than anybody else, change his music and tell him to put a shirt on. his music, put a shirt on him, and then you basically make him just utter crap. You make him lose. You make him wrestle a different style that it would, than what he's been famous for all this time, and you, you you change his personality into something that's not even recognizable as to what he was before. And so. see the sad yep. the sad thing about that is we were talking about uh, Lesnar earlier. Take him out of the title picture. Let him have like an exhibition type thing at WrestleMania. If they hadn't fucked up Keith Lee, how good would Keith Lee versus Lesnar be? Amazing. And that's one of the things that's been rumored. Oh, they want Keith and Lesnar again facing off in this Rumble. 
And I'm sorry, I did cut you off before. You were going to name all the participants that have been yeah, announced. Yeah, so I just there's uh, I think they're really relying on less surprises in the men's rumble than the women's because there's more men announced than there are women. What we have right now, they're not utilizing any NXT spots. And if there's call-ups, that's one thing. But they're not going to have stars from NXT. Not they're not going to have NXT stars come into the rumble. Which is okay because they took the same mentality with the Survivor Series. Survivor Series. This year. series. So yeah, that NXT. doesn't that doesn't wholly surprise me, especially when NXT has a pay-per-view two weeks later. Guys, tune in in two weeks when Jake DeMarco and I preview the so far unnamed NXT Takeover, which I'm going to call St. Valentine's Day Massacre, even if they don't. Anyways, Randy Orton, Edge, AJ Styles, Me? Biggie. Hey guys, make sure to check out the Bash at the Beach. I mean, uh, whatever AEW's calling the beach thing. Yeah. Maybe if we can find some time over the weekend or maybe on Monday, maybe you and I can do a quick bit on that as well. Sounds good to me. Uh, anyways, Randy Orton, Edge, AJ Styles, Biggie, Daniel Bryan, Sheamus, Jeff Hardy, Bobby Lashley, Jay Uso, Cesaro, The Miz, John Morrison, Otis. Otis is going to win the Rumble, guys. Come on. Sami Zayn, Shinsuke Nakamura, Dolph Ziggler, and Mustafa Ali. Now, I don't have a prediction for the end just yet. But what I do want to say, uh, this is going to be one more for Jake, uh, just because the past couple of weeks, I know, Guapo, you haven't been watching. The two biggest conspiracy theorists in the WWE, you got one on Raw, one on SmackDown. Got yes. M- M- Mustafa- Sami Zayn and The Miz. No, Sami Zayn and Mustafa Ali. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Mustafa Ali like right. put his group together because everybody's against yes, him. Sami Zayn's doing like the Justice for Sami thing. If you want to play up both of those conspiracy theory characters what would be better than putting them in at one and two? Oh, i know because they had sammy be you know the first in the gauntlet for the wwe title yeah. so that was the, you know brought yeah into question that's where well. that's where i got the idea these yeah, two guys that sit there and swear up and down that the system's against them have them go in at one and two and instead of having a match they can just like mutually be in there and bitch about how the system's against them and then <laughs> lashley comes in at number three and like takes both their heads off or something because La- actually, that would make perfect sense. Because Lashley has issues, like the Hurt business has issues with retribution, and Lashley has old issues with Sami Zayn. Remember Bobby Lashley's sisters? That was a thing. Yes, it was. That was a thing that happened. And Bobby Lashley is the U.S. champion, you know, so they could even do that with Sami Zayn, and you know, I mean, like there's there's possibilities. I'm telling you, there really are like things that they could tell for stories. Uh, if Lesnar was to return, there's a bunch of opportunities with him. You know, people said that, oh, I want to see Lesnar take on Keith Lee, have them do that in the Rumble. I, I don't think we're getting Lesnar. For some reason, I just, I don't, I'll probably be wrong. My gut for predictions, I, I'm, I'm going to jump the gun here. And I'm telling you, I honestly think that we're going to see John Cena win the Rumble. Win the Rumble. <laughs> Win the Rumble. John Cena wins, and his story is that he wants to retire, but he can't do that until he goes ahead and has his, you know, forever and a day, uh, he's been trying to beat Flair's record, you know? So now we're finally at that point in time. He's going to take down Flair's record at Mania, and then he could be on his way. That's that, you know, he finally is the, the, you know, the most championship reigns ever. And... Drew McIntyre had his whole year ruined by COVID. Never got to have one show in front of fans. The Thunderdome, yes, but never a live audience. So the story there is John Cena needs one more title win to go ahead and and finally finish his career. 
and we've got Drew, who never got a chance to, to win in front of a crowd, so now he wants to retain in front of a crowd, in front of one of the best of all time. I thought for a second there that you were going to say John Cena versus Goldberg. I'm not going to lie. Because <laughs> <laughs> WWE would see that as a marquee WrestleMania match. I'm sure they would see yep. that better as, as anything that I stupidly booked quickly. But And you know I what, though? Know. If they were going to do John Cena versus Goldberg, I'd be totally down for that. But there doesn't need to be a title in that. Yeah, if it's not for a title, sign me up. Mm. I'm, I don't mind it. I just don't want to see any more champions or any more belts ruined. And, and and diminished, you know, we have enough that's just worthless at this point in time, or at least worthless feeling. Well, Jake, I'm sorry to tell you, but you're wrong. Uh, I do believe I'm wrong, by the way, so women's room I feel more confident about, but... A, a surprise entrant slash the person who will be winning the Royal Rumble this year. Oh, no. Seth freaking yeah. Rollins. That's a good guess. I mean, we haven't seen him for a while. Becky's coming back soon. Seth's been gone since Survivor Series, so he's got two months yeah. off. His child's here. He's obviously, you know, going to be itching to come back soon. Seems logical that he would be the one to win it, and there's a lot of stories that they can tell there as well. And see, here's here's Roman. my th here's Think my thing with Seth Roman for me. Yep. That is a great. Here's great my thing with Seth. I think they're I think they're going to be way too tempted to do the S.H.I.E.L.D. storyline just to be like, look, we did a S.H.I.E.L.D. storyline. We didn't need Dean Ambrose to do a S.H.I.E.L.D. storyline. But I'm I'm much more intrigued because I don't want to see Babyface Rollins when he comes back. He's going to be oh, no. cheered because he's just had a kid and he's with Becky and they've got a family and that's all super happy and whatever. Cody's totally copying them. It's fine. <laughs> but heel, heel Rollins is better. Heel Rollins versus, like, Drew McIntyre finally trying to get his moment that was stolen from him last year and, like, sniveling, sneaky little <laughs> Seth Rollins. Spaz. You see Spaz. You bring up Cody, and you say he's copying Seth. The yeah, Seth invented Cody. having babies. The, 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 the difference here is oh, no. Cody has already made an honest woman out of Brandy. There's already a ring on that finger. She yeah, but Ooh, yeah, but right yeah, but Becky Lynch can actually wrestle. I, I never said Be uh, Brandy can. Eddie I'm glad. Brandy is trying. See, Brandy was so scared of Jade Cargill, she got herself knocked. Up. She got herself knocked up. Like, I can't believe I'm doing this. Shack. I shouldn't be watching AEW closely enough to make these references. Anyway, you are. That's the thing. That's true. That's the thing. Yeah, he's got you there. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. If it was so bad, you wouldn't be watching it so closely. And and who is Jay Cardell uh, feuding with now, Spaz? Please tell me. Red Velvet. There you go. Uh, who cuts there a better Who cuts go. a better Point promo than Brandy Rhodes? I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She can wrestle too. But I I, 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 there, I, I do like I do like the fact that she basically just came out and told Cody that she's his partner now. Anyways, moving on. Um, okay, here's the thing. I'm gonna tell you. My ridiculous fantasy booking thing that's never, ever, ever going to happen. And then I'm going to tell you who the two people that I think might actually win. So my totally bizarre fantasy booking is... Surprise appearance by Karrion Cross Wins. But he pulls a Charlotte. Listen here, you... No, 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 shush. Shush, AEW boy. Pulls a Charlotte, decides to go against Balor, 
now, suddenly, Cross versus Balor for the NXT Championship is the main event of WrestleMania. For one of the nights? Yeah, that would be great for a The second night. Would, the second would night. Be, would be amazing. However... Not going to happen, I'm aware. They're not going to waste a men's rumble spot. They're not going to waste either NXT. rumble spot on NXT for NXT itself anymore. They feel like that was a failed endeavor for them. Well, yeah, they felt like they didn't gain anything because of Charlotte, yeah. and they they blame Charlotte, not their booking. You know, no, no, they they blame uh, Rhea Ripley, who had nothing. Well, yeah, to do she was with the that. one, but Charlotte would never actually get the blame. Come on, now, you know better. All right, so my, my realistic one, and I know this is going to break a lot of hearts because I know everybody's got a big heart on right now for Big E. It's not Big E. Whoa. I don't think Whoa. it's Big E, yeah. Whoa. Daniel Bryan. Pure, <laughs> pure, no, 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 no. Purely because, A, A, he's writing the show now, so he's the Kevin Nash for this generation. But also, B, Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns is probably the best match you can throw together for SmackDown for WrestleMania. I, I still think we're going to get that, even if we don't get Daniel Bryan to win the Rumble. Yeah. Like, like John Cena was my, my fantasy booked thing, like yours. Right. My actual thing, I think, is going to be Edge, because they didn't allow it to stay a surprise, and they told yeah. everybody the other day, hey, Edge is going to be in the Rumble, obviously to try and get people excited for the Rumble, because rather than do any sort of build to the Rumble like they had last year, it's easier just to tell people who's going to be in it. I don't, you know what it is, honestly, and I've seen a lot of people freaking out about it. Again, I might be on an island with this one. I don't mind them just telling us that Edge is going to be there. Like I just would have preferred not knowing that he was returning. They could have had that promo he cut on Monday. Just yeah. don't have him say that he's going to be in the Rumble. Keep everything else the same. Yeah. Cuts that promo, and then just have him show up at the Rumble and, and yeah. kick ass. Why say it? Why have us know? Because fuck you, that's why. What? Why not just have the surprise? <laughs> and that's what. I but who, who do you who do you have? This is a plot prize now. Who who do you have Edge go after though? Drew or Roman? Roman. Uh, I I would I would have him go after Roman because Drew's the face. So. Yeah. I. Uh... And then it's the battle of the spear, so the story kind of writes itself. Yeah, but if Goldberg beats McIntyre, then oh, you could have a triple. Then you could have a triple threat for uh, both I titles, just... and it's all the spear. I want to see Goldberg come out, open mouth kiss his son with no shirt on. <laughs> oh my and then god! I want You're gonna get me canceled, bro. You're gonna get me canceled, bro. <laughs> That's like I, I, I well, I told you about the guy. The, I told you about the new guy debuting in NXT in February, right? Nicholas Ga. He's a new guy. Nick, yeah, Nicholas Ga. <laughs> Nicholas Ga. He's going to be a big hit with the, uh, you know. The <laughs> He's going to be a big hit debuting in February from uh, NXT Harlem. Moving on. Uh, that's pretty much it. So Now I'm canceled, too. Yeah, so Jake is picking John Cena and Edge. Yeah, both. Guapo, you know, Guapo's picking. 2006 called. Uh, Seth Rollins and fucking R-Truth. <laughs> hey, That's hey! A good fantasy one. Think about. I bet you people would pop like you wouldn't believe for Archer. Oh, to I actually. would pop. The you know what it is though. You know what it is though. Think about it. Technically, because you want it to be big for WrestleMania, right? Yeah. Te- Technically, all, all those years. Technically, Roman Reigns versus R Truth would be a title for title match. It would be technically. Yeah. You're not wrong. Because <laughs> Roman would beat him and then beat him again for his title. That'd be good. And my picks are Carrion Cross in a pipe dream, and honestly, Daniel Bryan. And if you told me a couple years, 
If you told me a couple years ago that I would be pulling for Daniel Bryan, I wouldn't have believed you. So now yeah, let's I'm move gonna, on to what's clearly, okay. clearly... How, how the turntables have turned for you, sir. <laughs> what's, your, what's your deluxe man uh, videos of calling Daniel Bryan shit? No, I said te- I said I said Team Hell No was shit. I said Dan- I said Daniel Bryan got booked more Cena than Cena at WrestleMania 30. And Deluxe Man can still French kiss my ass. Um, <laughs> um, going on to the better Rumble now, the Women's Rumble. So far announced, we have Shayna Baszler, Alexa Bliss, Peyton Royce, Bianca Belair, Bailey, Charlotte Flair, Nia Jax, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, Tamina, Liv Morgan, Ruby Riot. Now. Okay. I'm, uh, I got two picks that are both, I think, fantasies, because I don't think either one of them are going to win, so I'm going to save them for last. Uh, Guapo. Yep. Throw it up there, buddy. Who you got? Right now, consider your singles champions currently are Asuka and Sasha Banks? Yeah. Um... I had to question that for a second because she's so irrelevant. Anyway. Because that's how long it takes to remember that, oh, yeah, she is the champion. Okay, I've done one video on her with Guapo. I've done one video on her with you. If she somehow, like, goes into the Rumble as champion and comes out with a second title shot, there's going to be a third. It will be a trilogy. It will be a triumvirate, and it will be fantastic. Anyways, Guapo, go ahead. Ah, shit. Um... Either Charlotte or I don't know. Fuck, uh, Alexa. Why not? <laughs> no, no love for Shayna Baszler in there. Not a chance. I said what I said. All right. Mm, now I would like Shayna. Actually, you know what? She lost I'll, last year. I'll, I'll, throw, I'll throw Bianca Belair in there, possibly. Uh, I, I give the three: Charlotte, Alexa, and Bianca Belair. All right. I certainly don't want to see Charlotte, I'm sorry, but she's just been handed so much. For me, out of everybody we've seen, I mean, they're, they're, it feels like they're going to have to rely heavily because there's, what, 12 announced so far? Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, even with just that, we need 18 other women. Uh, we'll obviously see Legends. Beth Phoenix will be there, I'm sure. You know, people yep. like that. Michelle McCool. Uh, Mickey James. Tamina. Tamina's already announced, so, yeah, she'll yep. be there. Um God. Honestly, my dream scenario is is Ronda Rousey winning. I yeah. think that would be pretty badass. I enjoyed her in WWE. I know yeah. a lot of, that was kind of polarizing, but I liked what she offered. I, I never hated Ronda in WWE. I just never saw her as a mainstay person. Granted, she was there on a full-time schedule, which was very good. and made her definitely not a... A shitty champion like some people, <coughs> yeah. Brock Lesnar. Absolutely, um, she she continually defended her title, showed up on TV. She was there for the better part of the whole first year, and I was gonna I say one know. one of the best like first like for for any crossover talent from like up another sport into WWE, probably one of the best first years of anybody ever. So like like we're talking Kurt uh, Angle levels there, right? So yeah, Spaz, Spaz. I know you said. Uh, we're not supposed to get any, like, NXT crossover, right? That's just what people are saying. Okay. If if we do get some, Tony Storm. Tony Storm, for sure. Oh, my God. Pretty much, 
you could do an entire rumble with just all the women that I love from NXT. I mean, Jake mentioned earlier, uh, Catanzaro and Carter, not even to win just because they can do the sort of the Morrison, Kofi Kingston type spots. I wouldn't be surprised if they snuck uh, Catanzaro in there just because she does all her American Ninja Warrior stuff. I was actually going to say, if they were going to stick with, we're not going to keep every, we're not going to have anybody from NXT because the NXT pay-per-view is coming up in a couple of weeks. There is one import that I would love to see from NXT UK, somebody that Jake and I have talked a lot about, and that's Piper Niven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Piper Niven could be a difference maker. And unfortunately, WWE would not be able to resist a stare down between her and Nia Jax, but I hope she chucks Nia Jax. Absolutely. I, I, I think the one thing we'll definitely see in this rumble, absolutely, is Lana getting involved with Nia Jax. One way, shape, or form, that's going to happen. I see that happening. Um, you know, I, I certainly would like to see Ronda come back. Even if she doesn't win, they have her come back and they can have her, you know, instantly have a feud like they did with Edge. Edge didn't win last year. You don't need to win the Rumble to have a big moment and, and make it worthwhile. So we yep. can have Ronda just be in there. But who do I think is going to win? I honestly think they're decided on Rhea Ripley. I, I, I feel like that's what's coming. We haven't seen her in NXT for a few weeks now. She had that last match where she put over, you know, Raquel Gonzalez in the last swimming standing match. Um, they, they already consider her on the main roster. She's, she's penciled and, and considered on the main roster already. She was supposed to debut a few weeks ago. That didn't happen. Yeah, along with Damian Priest, right? They, yeah, so they held off on, on that. And now they're going to go ahead and, you know, apparently give her the rumble. And I think after what she went through last year, putting over Charlotte when she didn't have to, Charlotte should have put her over realistically, you know? But she, and, and see, she the thing is... Get, and then EO got the belt, so Rhea lost again, you know what I mean? So, like, Rhea really, uh, Rhea really had a hard year, and I, I think that this would be a, a great payoff to everything she went through. I don't think she gets any better, though, because honestly, like, if I have to say... And I would say about most of the women in NXT, but specifically Rhea Ripley, because she's got such an aesthetic, and we just finished off our highlight on the women's division last week. Look at how much she came out of, like, bad booking-wise and the Charlotte shit and all that. And she's still a badass. That's going to get sucked out of her in five seconds on the main roster. So, at the very least, I hope she ends up on SmackDown instead of Raw, because Raw is where good characters go to die. Yeah, but the, prob- the problem with that is on SmackDown, she's just going to get fed to the Sasha Banks steamroller. Like, I'm sorry, like, WWE has conditioned me to think this way now. Like, it's going to be, oh, they're going to play, play off Sasha Banks. Like, she's, she's you know, the little engine that could and, you know, Jack and the Beanstalk or Jack and the Giant or whatever. Like, they're going to look at her and they're going to book her like the fucking big show or something like that. And it's gonna not, bre- but I can see that happening It's going to break my fucking heart. That's why I say somebody like Piper Niven, because Piper Niven can come in there, make a showing of herself, go back to UK for a couple more months, debut in NXT proper, and get a decent run there, off the momentum of being in the Rumble and chucking out, you know, fisty McTwofists. There. Yeah, whoever it is at that time. She, she eliminates Bailey. You know, that's a huge get. And... Yeah. Um... All right, I'm going to throw my two out there. A, yes. one of the things that, in my opinion, again, third time or fourth time in this podcast, I'm going to say this. I know I'm on an island here, but I still love the Fiend and Alexa Bliss shit. 
I really oh, do. Absolutely. No, I, I, I love it too. I love, I love the cheesy. I love the. I defended it. It's not as good as it was, sadly. But you know what it is, though, man. It's like, how, how can I say this right without burying myself? I don't like it because it's good. I love it because it's so B movie terrible. But you can still do B movie terrible well, and that's what I think they're they're doing. And I know mostly, every, I didn't expect Guapo to agree with me, to be quite honest. Um, I know most people have fallen off of it. I know it, it's one of those things that I'm just going to cling to because I'm that guy. But I think she's making it all work. Like none of none of why this works is coming from the Fiend anymore. Or Orton. Or 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 Orton with his barbecue Dorito nose there and the, yeah, the bad Luchador she's mask. The but I'm sorry, Fiend Alexa Bliss getting an entrance for a WrestleMania title match. Like, the creative Ooh. possibilities of that alone. Yeah. Like, I can see her coming out with, like, a Lucha-style, like, Fiend-type mask, maybe having, like, no. a bit of the... Let her come. let her come out with a lantern the shape of her head. Like, the Fiend comes out with the lantern the shape of Bray's head. Yeah, or even... Even oh, her like poppy, you know, happy-go-lucky face. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and even you know what it is, even though like you know everybody expects the fiend's gonna do something. Have the fiend do nothing at WrestleMania. Have the fiend because she's been his valet in various circumstances or whatever. Have the fiend be her valet for that match. Yeah, really put her have, over. Have him be like the mentor, like watching his protege succeed. And obviously, like, there's all the monstrous, like, elements that go with that. Because if you play that up really well, uh, I know people are mad that they booked, Ale uh, sorry, Asuka to be scared of her. But a gimmick like that doesn't work if people aren't scared of it. And it doesn't mean anything if Dana It was Bro the way she was scared of it by what they did. That was my problem. Yeah. I don't care that she's scared. It's the stupid rocking horse and the way they frightened her that got under my skin. But see, like, for me, they get away with stuff like that because the rocking horse for her leans back to the, the rocking chair for the Fiend, which goes back to the Bray Wyatt, which does... It's very, very loose. I'm grabbing at straws, and I fully admit that. But no, it, the, the, but they're not putting in any effort to make any explanation. You no. and I shouldn't, in Guapo, shouldn't have to, you know, piece together everything to make sense of it, hmm. one. And two, I mean, the way they executed it, you can barely see the stagehand's hand rocking the horse. I mean, come on, they, they yeah. really need to be better about this. So. Well, this, this is why I say, like, I'm, I'm, I'm putting my hands up in the air and saying, like, look, I'm enjoying some B-movie crap here. But, but I, I, I like B-movie stuff, too. It's just... WWE could have this great production value and they're not. They're not doing anything worthwhile. And see, it's almost one of those things where if they made it super crisp and super like highest energy of production possible, that takes away some of the B movie elements for me. Oh, it's no, like no, it's no, like no, when no, you watch no. when you watch uh when you watch a scary movie, right? And you can see like you can see that line right where like the scene is cut and the monster has been like cut and paste into the scene and they don't even try to make it look real like the the lack almost makes it i don't i'm not i'm not saying it very well but the lack of that makes yeah, it more you, you like the non-professionalism yeah it. i think that is, gives something fine, to it that's not my issue with it really i mean it's hard to explain but it's just it's not even so much i'm saying polish but it it's the fully fleshed out and thought out story they keep jumping between elements and they're just not executing any of that properly because they're not giving it a full follow through yeah they're literally just 
making it up as they go along, and that's the real troublesome aspect of this. They have talents, they have stars, they have things that could work, and instead we're not getting anything worthwhile. So Yeah, it's like waiting until WrestleMania 17 or so and thinking, oh, you know what, we haven't had The Undertaker lose at WrestleMania. Let's make the streak a thing. Exactly. But... Now right in the right, figure out what they have. But here, right in the middle, like right in the middle, nobody said they started the streak from the beginning. Somewhere in the middle, they're like, "Oh, we haven't beaten them yet. Let's make that a thing." And then it went on to be like one of the defining things of WrestleMania. So I don't, I do get what you're saying as well. And this is where I say, like, if I'm if I'm on the other side of the line, I'm cool with being on the other side of the line. You can make up things as you go along, as long as whatever you throw at the wall that sticks kind of pay attention to what sticks as you keep throwing more shit at the wall. Anyways, I just think, like, what... Right, I get your point. Ev- it, everything it just that comes down to them not being able to... <laughs> they don't have a story thought out, and, and you know it. And I'm not saying, like, yeah, the Undertaker thing, you had some creative person realize suddenly, be like, you know what? Holy shit. He didn't lose. That's, that's pretty cool. Let's make something out of this. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That works. My issue is when, all right, you're supposed to be doing something with Alexa Bliss and The Fiend, and you keep changing the story because you don't know what you want, and then you can't decide on any story. So you just, what, have her not show up yeah. for a few weeks, and then, you know, that that's my problem with it. I, I have one other rumor that'll drive you right around the bend, then, if this is where you're sitting with the Alexa Bliss character right now. <laughs> one of the rumors that I heard, and it was only on Twitter, so I don't even know what the source is. Apparently, they're thinking of doing a Foley thing and she's going to do the three faces of bliss yeah into the rumble three times that could that could be good i'm okay with that like if she comes Uh, out as her initial we get cinematic style they could make it work yeah if she comes out as her like regular character and then comes out as like you know bray wyatt has his like treehouse character and then the fiend like have her be how she was before anything and then have her be the the treehouse character or whatever, and then have her come out as her whatever her like quote unquote final form is, and that be the version that wins because it's like okay I couldn't be the real me, I couldn't be the fun that I had with the fiend me, I had to be who he taught me how to be. Like that's that's yeah, one that of the things the strength to win. What that's one of the things that the rumble does is like like you said a minute ago is even the people that don't win you can tell a story in that hour with somebody. And I think for her, because there's already little bits and pieces of there's a couple different sides of her, you could string that story together for one night. And I think it would Absolutely. be... Absolutely. And there's a lot of things that could work there, so I'm all about it. And then the last Hopefully thing you just... see is her posing on, on the on the turnbuckles, and like lightning strikes the turnbuckles, and the, the, the rumble goes off the air, and all you hear is that creepy Bray Wyatt laugh throughout the Thunderdome. No, yeah. light, lights go out, Bray's in a ring with her. And that's how he returns? And that's how he returns, yep. Mm. That'd be cool. And if he, like I said, if if we did what I said at WrestleMania, where, like, he's there to support her rather than him having a match himself, we don't need any more maggots projected on the floor. Like, have it be, like, her posing on the turnbuckle for her win, and he sort of, like, takes a knee in, like, salute of of his protege. Like, that could be a a really cool moment. That Uh, could be a really cool moment. Sign me up for that. If If they execute properly, I'm all for it. That could now, be really fun. Apparently, they're having six mask, hours of rumble practice for the women this Saturday because they don't want it to be as firm. bad as last year. Now, the other, my other pick that that's that's if somebody from Raw wins because then she could go on, she could have a, a match like she had with Oscar, 
Um, because they they did have some pretty good chemistry, and when she did the whole like zombie no cell shit with Oscar, it was really. I, I think the ma- like take the take all the Gaga and special effects out of it. The match that she had with Oscar, I think, is going really under the radar as people talk about the gimmick because the match they had on Raw was good. So that's my really weird, really creative, really whatever. Let's go in ten different directions. Choice. My other choice is a lot simpler, and it's sort of a paying more attention to real life than storyline scenario. And this is if we get somebody from SmackDown. I would love to see Sasha Banks at WrestleMania dropping that title to Sonya Deville. Ooh, that's a good, like, what if, how does this come about thing. I like that. For for Sonya all Deville the for all the shit that uh, Daria Baronado in real life has gone through in the past year or so and has finally been able to come back, that's, like, there's not much character because right now she's doing the backstage thing. But as far as, like, real life, okay, I'm back, okay, I'm doing shit. Uh, and it's somebody that they've never really put in the main event title scene. And, okay, for this match, Sasha Banks is as good a person to put across the ring from her as anybody else. Yeah, pretty much. So, so, there's enough people out there that Sonya Deville and Sasha Banks would be would be a match that would sell a pay-per-view. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, we always talk, like, we, we hear at nauseum about how representation is so important in all forms of entertainment. Roddy, roddy, rod. This is why we have to give Kofi the belt. I will say, for for all the advocacy that Sonya Deville does that usually goes under the radar for the LGBT community, uh, it's not our reason to give her the belt, but it's a nice little plus. It's a section of the population that doesn't really get addressed all that much by WWE. It's cool for that. It doesn't hurt. It's cool for that purpose, it's cool from the, okay, she's been through some horrible shit in her real life, and now she just wants to get back to work thing. And it's cool just from the, like, I've watched Sonya Deville. Uh, Jake, you and I have talked about this at nauseum. When I was watching Sonya Deville at uh, NXT house shows, and the girl's fucking phenomenal. And I would love, yeah. to, I would love to see that reach, a, reach an apex point. Yeah, definitely a payoff, at least, for everything she's been through. And the fact that we got that Loser Leaves WWE match and then got nothing really to come of it. So it was a bit disappointing and a letdown that we had this pretty good angle. It was one of the top angles with Otis and Mandy and Sonya Deville and Dolph and just kind of fell to the wayside. And and also, like, I want it to be... I want it to be a genuine surprise, right? Like, if it's any of the four horsewomen, that's not going to be a surprise. If Ronda comes in and she wins it, that won't be a surprise. If Asuka somehow Rhea's loses... Rhea's not a surprise. Rhea's not really a surprise. Bianca Belair is the current choice that everybody's, like, shoving down everybody else's throats right now, and I don't yeah, see her it. Her and Big E are the two. And I can see Bianca being good, but just not yet. Like, I really do like her. I just don't know if she's ready yet. I, don't I think just think... There yet. I, I said it in my SmackDown review, right? And I don't want anybody... I never want to see anybody get hurt ever. Let's go right back to the Nia Jax conversation, right? But one day, she's going to stand on her hair. And it's going to fuck up a match. And it's going to fuck up a match wholesale. And I'm going to laugh. Because you've risked that the whole time for a gimmick that is annoying as hell. And it's just... It's A, the fact that her entire gimmick is a cross-section of, like, Mean Girls and Sasha 2.0. Like, she doesn't have a personality. People are cheering for her for other reasons, but she doesn't have a personality or anything that's remotely individualized other than the hair thing. And the hair thing is stupid. It yeah, is. It's pretty. I mean, like, I, I'm not asking anybody out there to agree with me. This is only my my take. But like, I've I've been saying it 
since the Mae Young Classic. Yeah, for quite a while now you've been touting this, and you're not wrong. And she's never been anything exciting to watch or original or, you know, she, she never had anything that stand out. And I was like, all right, they do this with Naya. They, they pushed her to the moon. And then you look at Bianca, and I feel like she does have more than just the hair. I feel like, you know, you said it with, with her. You see the hair. I, I do see more with her. And I think that she does have this personality that, that can be brought out yeah. more. Especially last week, I thought we got a good bit of that with her and Bailey having the, you know, decathlon-type event and her having to go ahead and, and you know show up Bailey every step of the way. I thought that was a good show of character. And but see I think all that did was was bury Bailey. Because when they do the it's it's as dumb to me and this is where like I'm gonna I'm gonna come off on something dumb where other people obviously liked it because they like her. But like go back to even something as simple as like you remember the old like game show style NXT when they were doing the different obstacle courses and whatever. It's like okay, if you're on a WWE program then you're an athlete. You're an athlete more than more than me, more than most of us sitting at home on our couch, whatever, right? You don't need something to prove that the people who are watching on TV are athletes. All you're doing is burying one of them for not being... Well, see, I, I think they wanted to show that she's better than Bailey, and, and that's okay, but they have to be very careful not to show her as she's the best ever. You know what I mean? Like, she's, she's it, yeah. and that's all that you know there is to the women's division. They have to be careful that yeah. you know they don't go too far with this because then, like you said, it does bury everyone else effectively. Yeah, and, she, and this is the thing: she is a fantastic athlete. So get ri- get rid of the get rid of the couple of annoying things about her, and I'll be first in line to tout what a great athlete she is, or if she has a great match, what a great match it is, right? And but the problem is, and this is not so much her, but WWE in general. It's like, well, we're 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 booking her as the strong person, so we're just gonna have her lift up people a bunch and do some gorilla press slams, and it's it it shouldn't be because she's a fantastic athlete and she can wrestle. We saw that in the Mae Young Classic. We saw that in NXT and whatever. But I said I said before, don't book Rhea Ripley like the Big Show, but definitely don't book somebody like Bianca Belair like the Big Show, because like she can do some other shit. I'm just going to laugh the day she trips on her hair because she's going to hurt herself or she's going to hurt somebody else in the name of a gimmick that never made sense in the first place. Yes. <laughs> Guapo's going to get a yes in there. Ah, you know what it is? If we could ever, ever, ever possibly do cross-promotion, you know what the the, you know what the Royal Rumble needs? Guapo? Guapo? What, what is that? What is the need? Abaddon. Yes, I agree. I always, I always do like thinking like WWE does obviously have the bigger production value compared to AEW. Like I still like the way it looks for AEW in their entrances, but WWE typically has like the bigger scale pyro and things like that. So that's why I always like to envision what would their entrance on AEW look like in WWE for like you know you picture Abaddon coming out for a Mania entrance like that would be incredible. I'm sure that would be next level. Luchasaurus would come out with like dinosaur versions of the Bailey Buddies. Yeah, exactly. You know, they could have a bunch of cool things. So when people do get back, like everybody said, that that Baltimore song for Jungle Boy is going to be like the biggest hit. Yeah. Oh, the it, it's called Tarzan, isn't it? Look. Uh, yeah, Tarzan boy. Yeah, Tarzan boy. Uh, look, Taz's version of that is the best thing in the world. It's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, when he's doing it on commentary. Yeah. Oh, what's this guy doing? Uh. <laughs> I mean, Taz That's is pretty so good in general. I mean. W- AEW wants WWE talent so bad they even settled for knockoff Ziggler. <laughs> Just the younger version. <laughs> younger, brighter, faster, stronger. 
Okay there, Captain Marvel, moving on. <laughs> I got nothing. So I got Alexa Bliss and Sonya Deville. Jake's got... Rhea Ripley and Ronda Rousey. Rhea Ripley. to be <laughs> truly original. Guapo's got... Uh, Charlotte and Alexa and uh, Bianca, Bianca. Bianca was your other one, yep. And that's about it. Oh, the only other thing I should say, we're doing this before SmackDown. It could be signed by the time SmackDown is over. I'm assuming that they're setting up a triple threat for the Intercontinental belt with uh, Apollo and Sammy and, and Big E. If that does go through, I haven't heard anything. I'm just looking at how they've booked SmackDown the past couple of weeks. If that is a match that's thrown on the card, do we think Big E's dropping that belt? No, it's no. too soon. He retains. No, Big E holds it. If yeah. anything, uh, if anything, we get an inter- not an interference, but a helpful hand from uh, Xavier. Yeah, that's that. true. That's fair because it's a pay-per-view. It's not the, the weekly yeah. show. I am, actually, I'm going to double-check something for a second. As far as my notes go, Xavier Woods is not in the Rumble. Interesting. Yet. Yet, yeah. Yet, yes. I don't know. I don't know if they just want to, like, keep Xavier and Kofi out to exemplify the fact that Big E is in there as the only, like, ex-New Day guy or whatever. That's what we need to do. We need to get Moxley back for a night at WrestleMania, and we'll have the Shield versus the New Day versus <laughs> versus Legado del Fantasma versus reunited for one night only, 3MB. Oh, There's your main event. There's your. I, I, I would like event. to say. Even just Shield no. and 3MB. I mean, AEW guys just show up on whatever show they want, right? Well, that's because, you know, AEW guys are awesome. See, no, 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 not all, okay, AEW wants ex-WWE guys so bad that not only did they go and get knockoff Ziggler, they also went to Impact and picked up a couple of ex-WWE guys. You're You're just mad because this past Wednesday, the Good Brothers were there, and they did their favorite thing, and... Beat up John Moxley. Moxley. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, like, I'm talking that made, to... I'm, that made me pop. I'm talking a bunch of shit here right now, but Beach Break does look pretty good. Yes. <laughs> oh, it absolutely it does. I'm it just putting it out there. The, uh, okay, I, I'm just going to put that, this out there. The main event... Main event the, looks pretty uh, sick. Main event looks pretty the, sick. The, the, uh, what is it? The Good Brothers and... Uh, Kenny. Kenny versus Moxley, Penta, and uh, Pac. Yeah, that's, that's it's not just, it's, it's Mox it's Moxley Phoenix and Ray Pac. Phoenix, yeah, yeah. Pen- hey hey, a, don't Penta's don't murder. never never forget a Phoenix, all right? Yeah, and Penta's uh, done for for a little while. Yeah, forgot Penta's, but Penta got murdered. By the time through through the power of exaggeration, how broken is Don Callis's face going to be by next Wednesday? Seriously broken. <laughs> gonna be in shambles. He'll be in a total body cast by then. His face will be so broken it'll be like something out of a Matt Hardy sketch. And it will be wonderful. Guapo, yeah. do the thing. I set it you up and everything. Wonderful. There we yeah. go. That's what I was waiting for. All right. Well, I think Jake's going to run screaming for the hills in a couple of seconds because he's got another show to go beyond because he's a busy guy. I think we've talked, the, we, we've talked the fuck out of the Royal Rumble. So 
guys, one of you go first. Tell them where to find you. Uh, Jake, you you actually like probably do stuff, so I'll go first. Go right uh, <laughs> I go first, anyways. I <laughs> uh, normally do. Anyway, you can find me on Twitter at Guapo underscore five hundred four. You can also find me on the face of books when I do a show with my buddy Ruffin. That's right. Whenever we finally decide to start that back up this year, but you can find us at the Wednesday night wrestling show even though our shows on thursday nights we know deal with it that's it that's all i got jake you're up can't beat that uh you can catch me on twitter at countdown ended or you can go ahead and find me on the joe cronin show after all wwe and aew content we go live after every you know weekly show and pay-per-view so you don't want to miss it go ahead and catch me there and thank you spaz so much and guapo so good to finally get to work with you bud Absolutely great to work with you. And you know where to find me or you wouldn't be here. Until next time, I've been Spaz. He's been Guapo. He's been Jake. We are your Royal Rumble reality check. Subscribe up there. Talk down there. Start a conversation. Keep all these conversations going. Don't be a stranger. I'll talk to each and every last one of you later. But for right now, me, Jake, and Guapo are tagging out. Bye, guys. Adios, mis amigos. Cue the Jungle Boy music. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs>